Welcome to This Week in Bulldog Athletics. I'm your host, Mike Orton. We are going to take a look at last week's scores and highlights from Muhammad Seymour Athletics. For next week's schedule, take a look at the This Week in Bulldog Athletics Facebook page and Twitter account. Go ahead and like and follow while you are there. Also, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a show. We are on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and iHeartRadio. The week of October 11th, 2021 was another great week to be a Bulldog. We're going to recap those scores and highlights on this episode. And Coach Martin of the Muhammad Seymour Junior High Cross Country Team has joined the show. She will be coming up very soon, so stay tuned for that, highlighting an excellent season for the Junior High Cross Country Team. Let's not waste any more time and get the show on the road. There it is. Get up, baby. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Base hit up the middle. That ties the game. We got Cam going to third. He's going to go, Cam. That's the game. That's the game. Ball game, baby, on the overthrow. Oh. Oh. That was a Kaylee set to Haley Orton with the kill. They're going to have to get a new ball. <laughs> that one's flat. This is This Week in Bulldog Athletics for the week of October 11th, 2021. In football, the JV football game versus St. Teresa on Monday was canceled due to weather. In freshman football, the freshman football team traveled to Taylorville in a huge game for both teams. Taylorville was undefeated at the start of the game, and a Bulldog win would keep them undefeated in the Apollo Conference. It was a tight game, but the Bulldogs prevail by a final score of 30-24 to over the Tornadoes. The freshman football team claimed the Apollo Conference Championship in freshman football. Freshman football team is now 6-1 on the season. In varsity football on Friday, senior night for our seniors. Thank you to all the seniors, football players, and cheerleaders for giving your time and effort over the years. It was a rainy, cool night at Frank Dutton Field. I think everyone knew that this game was going to be one on the ground in those conditions. In the first half, neither team could get anything going offensively. Offensive movement was slow going, with no team able to establish a solid run game or passing game, and went into halftime with a score all knotted up at zero. In the second half, the Bulldogs finally got on the board, and they scored three times in the second half. Two touchdowns by Jack Gallier and a touchdown by Nierenhausen. A big win for the Bulldogs in Apollo Conference, and they remain undefeated on the season with a record of 8-0 overall. It was a great night for the Bulldogs as they received their Apollo Conference Championship trophy. A great accomplishment for the Bulldog football program. The Bulldogs head into their final week where they will face Bloomington High School this coming Friday and over the weekend we'll find out their state pairings. Should be an exciting time for the Bulldogs as we look forward to postseason play. But back to Friday's game against Matt Toon. Baum was 14 for 25 with 154 yards. On the receiving end, Nierenhausen with 58 yards, Rogers with 38 yards, and Walsh with 35 yards. In sloppy conditions, the rushing game was going to be key for the Bulldogs. 
In the absence of Luke Johnson, Nolan Nierenhausen stepped up big for the Bulldogs. He tallied up 155 yards on the ground with one touchdown. Gallier also chipped in for 32 yards and two big touchdowns. The defense came to life in the second half. Schweihart with five tackles, Jack Gallier with five tackles, and Heiser with three tackles. Golden had a forced fumble and recovery. Eisenman also with a recovery on the defensive end. My man Walmer, he was 0 for 2 on the night, but I'm going to give him a pass on this one. The field was sloppy, couldn't get his footing. We know Walmer. We know he can put it through the uprights. He's still my guy, and I'm going to count on him next week. He's going to come back and be perfect. The This Week in Bulldog Athletics Player of the Game in the Varsity Football Game is Nolan Nierenhausen. Nolan has stepped up big in a game under these conditions with 155 rushing yards and a touchdown. And he also had several catches for 58 yards receiving. Congratulations, Nolan Nierenhausen, on being this week in Bulldog Athletics Player of the Game. In volleyball, on Thursday, October 14th, the volleyball team hosted Effingham. The freshmen won in two sets, JV won in three sets, and varsity won in two sets by scores of 25-8 and 25-20. For the Bulldogs, Haley Orton finished with seven kills, a block, and three aces. Avery Allen with eight kills and an ace. Sophie's a rookie with three kills and two blocks. Elena Evans with three aces. Talia Frankham also chipped in with three kills, and Grace Rodeball had four kills. The Bulldogs head into their final conference match on Tuesday against Charleston. A win at Charleston will guarantee at least a share of the Apollo Conference Championship for the varsity volleyball team. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast. We are on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Also, follow This Week in Bulldog Athletics on Twitter at ms bulldogs score to stay up to date on bulldog athletics throughout the week and if you can't make it out to the game always check bulldog tv on youtube subscribe to bulldog tv so you don't miss any of the home bulldog action in junior high cross country before we get to coach martin we're going to run down the numbers here for the cross country team at the state race over the weekend on saturday in the boys' race, the boys finish at the top of the pile. They are your 3A boys state champions. Congratulations to our boys' junior high cross-country team. This is a big deal for Muhammad, for the junior high, and for everyone involved. Great job, boys. Running down the numbers, a solid performance by all runners for the Bulldogs. Augie Guadio finished fourth with a time of 10.54.5. Ethan Paterka finished 11th with a time of 11.14. Henry McMurray finished 27th with a time of 11.28.8. Parker Wilkins finished 54th with a time of 11.52.1. Justice Verona finished with a time of 12 minutes. Emmett Kearns finished 138th with a time of 12.25.5. And Camden Wood came in at a time of 12 minutes and 47.1 seconds. There was a total of 234 runners in this state meet. More coming up soon with Coach Martin. On the girls' side, in the girls' 3A race, the Bulldogs finished a respectable 12th place. Great job by our girls' junior high cross-country team. Running down the times for the Bulldogs, Madeline Marks finished 30th with a time of 12 minutes and 41.8 seconds. 
Taylor Mills finished 61st with a time of 1303.8. Aniston Huff, 97th with a time of 1322.8. J.C. Kellenberger with a time of 1325.8. Hadley Grodeluchin with a time of 1328.3. Kennedy Ashby with a time of 1329.8. And Abby King with a time of 1341.6. A total of 232 runners in the girls' state cross-country meet. And it is my privilege and honor to bring in Coach Martin, the head coach of the Junior High Cross-Country Program. Coach Martin, welcome to This Week in Bulldog Athletics. From all of us past Junior High Cross-Country runners, parents, fans, and pretty much the entire town of Muhammad, we all say congratulations on bringing home the first Muhammad Seymour Junior High Cross-Country State title. Your boys' team won the state title on Saturday in the 3A state championship so how does that sound are you still riding that high right now <laughs> yeah it uh, a little surreal um so much excitement from the community yesterday um kept my brain going but i don't know if it really sunk in until i woke up today and you know things were back to kind of normal with family and everything else and i had a chance to just look at the trophy and and really reflect on what a great season it's been with all of our athletes um we just were fortunate enough to spend a little extra time with uh, some of our varsity runners and they made the most of that time and it's, it's been amazing it's, it's been really cool thanks to the community yes yes and and really this is a big deal uh, <laughs> uh winning the state title and, and cross country at the junior high level it's it's huge and you know at the junior high level i don't think there's been many state championship uh team wise there's been some individual state champions in different sports i think the last state championship maybe have been with wrestling and i know basketball won it many years ago but but yeah this is a big deal and a big deal for your program yes absolutely it's many years in the making we've been um we've uh, let's see in my tenure uh, when i was with coach appenzeller um, we brought home a fourth place trophy and that's when we were class 2a and then we were 2A another year, and we got fourth place, but um, <laughs> they didn't do trophies that year for fourth place. They only did three places, so we kind of missed out there. And following year, we moved to 3A and brought home fifth place. And uh, so that was kind of a, by two points, and there's a whole other story with that. But this <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, it's kind of a crazy ride for us. But uh, the last, gosh, the last several years, our teams have been amazing, and the kids have stuck with us and bought into the philosophy of the program and the families. And, um, yeah, several years in the making, it wasn't just something that happened this year. And, uh, these kids kind of put the exclamation point on uh, several good years of, of some good runners, especially last year when they didn't get to go to state. I know that would have been a strong team at state as well. So this group kind of said, we're here to, we're here to make some noise and, uh, and we're going to enjoy it. And uh, we're thankful for that as coaches for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, COVID threw a threw a wrench in all sports, really. And uh, yeah, it's good to see your program bounce back. And you know, a lot of that is probably, and we'll touch on this a little bit later, is probably the runners themselves. I mean, they had to discipline themselves in the off season throughout the summer. I mean, to even have this chance, so that's uh, that's that's good stuff. Yeah. So we'll we'll touch on both the boys and the girls races, but first we're going to talk about our state champion boys team. One thing I know from my kids' experience in cross country is that you, Coach Martin, excel in getting all runners peaking at the right time, which is at the end of the season. PRs are endless, you know, come to that last race in Monticello. This state championship really began at sectionals, I think, where your boys dominated at the home course. Did you have a gut feeling after sectionals that this boys' team had a legit shot at a state title? 
Yeah, well, all year we've been kind of playing around with the lineup a little bit, and um, we've had some just, you know, random absences here and there, so we never really had a chance to put it together, and um, come sectionals, we looked really good, but even before that, we uh, won Parkside this year, and any team that wins at normal Parkside, uh, it's about a field of over, gosh, I want to say it's over 40, maybe 50 teams that go to Parkside in some of the state's best. When we won that meet, we won it by one point um, to Edwardsville Liberty. I, I really, it, it wasn't a wake up. It was more of a, this is, <laughs> this is the real deal. This team is, is, is here and uh, they're not going away. And so our boys really stepped up to the occasion and they dominated sectionals. Home course advantage was nice. There's a reason why all of the coaches work so hard behind the scenes and the families, all of our volunteers to um, host sectionals because we know that we've got a challenging course for other teams, but we practice it and we train it. And thanks to Lake of the Woods for opening up the uh, the park to us and sharing it with us and uh, provided the perfect opportunity to have good runs, which built the confidence. So going into state, um, we had that little extra confidence. But honestly, coaching kids at all the levels in our program, all 126 athletes we have this year, um, goes out to my assistant coaches. Uh, they we divide and conquer and we hope the athletes get to experience all of us as coaches, but um, all of, all of us have our own kind of our personalities that we bring. And, and through that, our kids can shine because they can connect with a coach, maybe a little closer than a different one. So I, I really commend having the right coaching staff as to how we manage to have 126 kids and get them to peak at the right time. And gosh, I see several of them. I was outside my driveway earlier and one of my boys uh, that was in the open, not a varsity runner, he was already out running and getting ready for next year. So it's just, it's really been cool. Um, it just continues on. Yeah. So once you, once you go ahead and mention your coaching staff while we're on that. Yeah. Well, I have been fortunate to be blessed with the most amazing coaching staff. Um, I think, uh, you know, uh, Matt Mills, he, gosh, he brings the, his talent and love of running. He's done several marathons. So he can go out and run with our top boy runners and our top girl runners as well and um, challenge them and encourage them. So uh, he finds himself in the mix of workouts a lot, which is amazing for me because managing a team that large, it's nice to have someone up there pushing the kids. And then same with Coach Drakowski. He runs uh, marathons and he's a long distance runner. And um, so he he kind of like just blends right into the, the top runners as well. Um, and we've got Lori Clark, who was a varsity volleyball coach for several years. And um, she was an athlete in Muhammad. So she knows what it's like to be a bulldog. And and she just she's really great um, as a teacher and a coworker and one of my best friends. I just I've surrounded myself with the right people. And when you do that, the right things happen. So just fortunate to have them on board. Absolutely. And how you all manage 100 plus athletes year in and year out is, is amazing. When I witnessed it firsthand with my kids, I was like, how does she do it? <laughs> uh, it's, it's amazing. And, and pretty much every athlete is, is happy. Um, you know, that was one thing I noticed about the cross country program. We'll touch on it. We'll get into that a little bit more <laughs> here in a little bit, but, uh, but we're going to go ahead and move on to Saturday. So coming off a sectional championship for the boys, we moved to Saturday state meet day. So, you you have been here many times at the state meet, whether it's individuals or with the team. Walk us through Saturday from the moment the team hit the bus until they realized what they accomplished at the very end. Yeah, well, I'll start a little bit with Friday night. We had our traditional pasta party that 
um, has become the, I think the reason why a lot of kids go out for cross country, <laughs> I would love to say it's because they love running, but I think the social side of it is what draws a lot of kids. So um, we kept that routine and had our pasta party and the coaches just sat back and we watched the kids be goofy and have fun. And it's really lighthearted atmosphere. And um, we had a few kids give some motivational speeches and that's always a great learning opportunity for them because they get to, uh, to to speak in front of a group and uh, they wowed us once again. And Saturday morning we woke up and showed up to the school where uh, the parents had decorated the bus and all of their names were written on the windows and uh, took a lot of pictures. Um, Coach Lanfear and Coach Franklin with the girls basketball program came out and wished our team well. Uh, they were at practice and they penciled into their practice plan time with us, which really meant a lot to our kids and uh, their support did. So we got on that bus and it was a, it was a pretty calm ride over. Um, I think they were, I, they were pretty, I think they were starting to get a little focused um, and we show up and uh, get our bib numbers and then it starts to get real. They're putting on those bib numbers and, and we could feel just a little more anxiety and excitement, um, but they have such, they do such a good job with balance. This team is probably the most well-balanced as far as we have fun, lighthearted personalities, a couple serious kids. But the coaches, I can't remember which coach it was, that said, we think that's the key to this the success this season because um, they weren't overly serious. And <laughs> while that, that really drove the coaches crazy sometimes because we needed them to focus and be quiet, they just they had a lot of fun. And I can't I, – I really, looking back, I – I just, I'm thankful that they were lighthearted because you could feel that at the meet. And we got our, our box draw, so we were in a, a pretty decent start. We knew we had to get out well because we were um, kind of tucked in the inside a little bit. So we go to the line and, you know, I just, uh, we give our little speech beforehand about legacy and we uh, really talked to them about what their legacy would be and character was number one and and hopefully that hit home and the racing is the kind of the bonus to that. They went to the line and they they made their point. They definitely wanted to leave a legacy and in the coaches, you know, minds they did that and hopefully the community can can uh, get a taste of that now, seeing the seeing the results um, as they fell on on paper and even after the race, the kids were like, Coach, I think we won and I, this is the first year I think that they've done live results. So normally we walk into the gym and we don't know who won and uh, I think with COVID they didn't want it overcrowded so. They did announce the results ahead of time, but I was very, you know, as I probably, I think I've been quoted saying this before, cautiously optimistic when you're dealing with young runners, uh, you don't want, you don't want to get too excited because the, the highs and lows, it's hard for a young athlete to understand. So I just kept saying, let's just wait to the ceremony to find out. And well, I, I'm on the committee that hands out awards at state. I have been for many years because I've served in some decision-making roles with the IESA and I got to take a sneak peek at the final results and I was pleasantly, not pleasantly, I was super excited to uh, see the exclamation point on, on one I'd heard. And so we enjoyed listening to all the other teams celebrate and waited patiently for the first place team. And it was definitely worth the wait. So that is our day. Well, and then I also got to put medals around um, Augie Gaudio and Ethan Paterka for the all state recognition as well. And as a coach, it's very rare that you get to do that for your own athletes. And I've gotten to do it quite several times in the last few years because we've had some great athletes before these. So that is kind of a, a rundown of what happened through the meet. And then, of course, we get welcomed home with the Corn Belt um, Fire Protection or Fire District. And um, we uh, paraded through town and 
gosh, we're thankful for them too, because they brought out a lot of community members for us and a lot of people respectfully pulled over and honked and waved at us. And uh, it was a good feeling. One of the great things about this town, you know, when, even when you get to state is when they do the parade. I mean, it's, it's, it's big deal. And the town really kind of comes out for it. I hope a lot of people come out and saw that parade, you know, when you guys were coming into town and I hope the boys enjoyed it. You know, I, I don't think the boys will fully appreciate what they did and probably until later, you know, at some point when, you know, the, the high kind of wears off, but this is a big deal for not only Muhammad, but also for the cross country program. So I was looking at some of the times here for the boys. They're all eighth graders, right? Yes, that is correct. And yes, Augie, an astounding 10 minutes and 54.5 seconds. That is astounding. Yeah, he, uh, he was definitely on a mission and this is, gosh, I, this is one of the first years. I mean, the, the front pack was all together for most of the race. It's rare. Usually you have an individual that goes rogue and everyone knows who the winner's going to be. But this year, even at the mile mark, it was hard to tell. They were all pretty, pretty clumped together. And it's, it's rare to have such a big group in the front and not have a solo winner. So, or a solo individual uh, winning the race the whole way. So he was part of that group and he, and he's made some friends. He's gotten to know his closest competitors and uh, they celebrated together fourth, you know, first, second, third, fourth, fifth. I, I don't think he would have been, he wasn't upset with anything because he, uh, he's just, a, he's a kid that he gets it. He knows to, he knows to work hard and celebrate others. And, and that's what he did. He celebrated himself along with his new friends. So that was really cool. Yeah. Just a, a quick shout out to all seven of our boys varsity team. Of course, we know Augie led the team most of the year and, uh, and it had a great race at state with Ethan. Ethan was one of our most solid, consistent runners. He uh, He's also probably the most focused at the line. So we're thankful for him. And then we've got Henry who just, wow, this was his year. He started to get better in track last year. And he, uh, he really owned cross-country season. So he has been solid. And Parker, after battling some, some heel issues, um, came back really strong at state and uh, took care of business when we needed him to, to show up to the line and do that along with Justice, who joined us last year um, as a seventh grader. Justice has been a wonderful addition to the team. So um, we couldn't go wrong with that lineup. And then we've got Emmett Kearns, who really, really grew as an athlete throughout the season. And he was kind of our go-to when it came time to, uh, to you know, find balance in the team. He, uh, he really helped us kind of uh, keep everyone in check. I would always joke with him and tell him to keep an eye on his teammates. So uh, he did just that. And then Camden... Um, kind of battled back for, from some stuff in the middle of the season, um, just some some uh, aches and pains and stuff. And uh, Camden found himself on the varsity line and you know, don't regret that decision one bit. So we're thankful for all seven of our runners. Yeah, that, that is awesome. Yeah, looking at the list here, um, let's see, the top five were 12 minutes or under. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, to win a team state title, you have to have a majority of your team do pretty well. And that's what the boys did. I mean, all seven of them actually had great times, I think. Yeah, they did. Absolutely. Um, And we've talked about that before, just the importance of finding each other during races. Uh, It's nice that we have the Bulldogs written. We have a big Bulldog on on our back and the word Bulldog so they can spot each other in the race a lot easier. And uh, and they did just that. And they, they hold each other accountable. And um, gosh, our, like you said, our seven and, our, our top seven, they just, it was a good day. It was a good day for all of them. They definitely worked as a team and 
um, our alternates. I have to say we, <laughs> I, we could have put in, you know, our alternates and, and we would have, we would have seen very similar results. Um, we're just very fortunate to have a good group of kids. Um, Preston Shriver would have been right there ready to go if we needed him. We had to talk with him because the last couple of years have been years of unknowns and, and we knew Preston would be there ready to race for us at state along, uh, along with Jamison Griffin and Tate Pody. They were on our sidelines and we had a bunch of kids practice with us this last week that right, it was hard to make the top 10 this year on the team because it was, it, we just, we were, we had some really good kids um, to support us this year. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Having competition within your own team. I mean, that has proved to, you know, pay dividends at the, yeah. uh, you know, state, state race there. That's great. So yeah, there was a total of 234 runners in the boys race and Augie finished fourth and Ethan in 11th. That's, that's remarkable. That and that's awesome. That's great for them, and it's great for you know Muhammad Seymour Junior High and Muhammad in general. So, well, let's put a bow on the boys' team here, and let's move on to the girls because they also finished a respectable twelfth place. That's uh, yeah. They did. They did very well themselves. And looking at this team, you know they've got a mix of seventh and eighth graders, and I believe two sixth graders. Yeah. I have to brag on the girls team. Uh, you know, it's a weird year because I believe we got third at Parkside with this girls group. And then we also got third at Dunlap. And those are kind of the two premier meets in the state. And going into it with the girls said, we hadn't seen all of the competition. The thing about being in 3A and we're, of course, the largest class in the state, um, you know, we race. And I mean, we've got the Champaign-Urbana schools and the Bloomington Normal schools close by. They're, they're 3A as well. But our main competition comes from a 2A school, um, Jeff Kyle's Tolono Unity. Um, they took second in both girls and boys at state, and they are the ones that made us better locally. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get to see a lot of those teams up north like we'd like to, and and, and they kind of snuck in there and took some of those top spots at state. But our girls, uh, you know, they 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 did amazingly well. Um, coaches are so proud of them all season. They had a banner season. Um, it might not have had the exclamation point that the boys team did, but nonetheless, it was a strong showing at state after a wonderful season. We need these kids to be encouraged and not discouraged, especially with the the young kids on the team. And our team, this this team, when I say we have a deep team, wow. Um, picking the top 10 to put on the roster was the most challenging year because we could have went top 15 easy and, and not lost out on anything. Um, our sixth graders came on strong really toward the end and, and we started to get them in the varsity lineup. Um, that was Abby King and Kennedy Ashby and uh, they handled the pressure. Well, you never know with sixth graders. We kind of have a policy that we don't put them in until halfway through the season so they can learn the sport and watch their mentors on their team and, and learn from them. And once we started putting them into varsity lineup, they, they just took off and they kind of owned it. So we, we rolled with it and they, uh, they did great. Yes, Ashby and King being sixth graders r running in the state meet, yeah, that's going to pay. That's going to pay big dividends. I think next year and also their eighth grade year having that experience. I mean, you just can't you can't replace that with anything or any race during the season. So, yeah, we look forward to following them. So yeah, the girls, you know, that was a two hundred thirty-two runner race, and our girls were were right there. They did very well. So absolutely, Maddie Marks, Madeline Marks, I guess. Um, she uh, she was 30th, so she was only five spots out of uh, an all-state recognition herself, and she ran a PR to get there. So we definitely are not disappointed that she missed out on all-state because her personal record, I think, 
you know, kind of uh, stamped her own, her own victory. Um, and she joined us as a seventh grader. So we just had her seventh and eighth grade year and, uh, you know, followed by Taylor Mills all season. She and Taylor rocked all the courses we went to. It was great. And this was Aniston Huff's first year. So as a seventh grader, she joined us. Same with JC Kellenberger moved here. And this was her first year with us. Um, and then of course we had Hanley in there kind of being our, our strong, our solid, our consistent who, uh, has been with us all three years. So, uh, really Hanley was, gosh, I look at this list and Hadley's our only three year veteran and, and that's very unique for a varsity lineup. And, uh, so we're thankful to her for kind of being the glue that, that kept the kids focused. Yeah, that's great. Hadley Grotoluchin. Yeah. Yeah. She ran a 13, 28.3, very respectable. Yeah. So, well, good. Yeah, I'm uh, excited for the boys' state championship, but also excited for, for the girls who placed very well at state and very respectable, and uh, kudos to them as well. Well, you know, to add in there, too, the girls beat both the teams that beat us at sectionals, and that was our goal. Um, it was, you know, to we got beat by Parkside and, and uh, Kingsley at sectionals, and it was kind of odd because we'd beat them other times, but they ran really well in our course, and I said, you guys, we got to get them back. So, uh that's exactly what they did, and and they put their eyes on them, and and you know we like to tell the runners we don't get a scoreboard in cross country. You don't know how you do. Even you could leave some small meets and not even know if you won or not. That's how cross country is because it's not really about winning and losing. It's about you know bettering ourselves and learning from everything we do. And and I tell the kids I'm like every runner is a point on the scoreboard. So we might not have a scoreboard up on the wall, but but we definitely uh, we have scoreboard right in front of us and just to look at those those athletes and make that your scoreboard so uh you know no timeouts to regroup or anything so they have to they have to find it mentally on their own to use that that scoreboard and, and persevere but uh yeah it was it was a good day for the girls we definitely do not want to dismiss their achievements um it yeah with having the boys win definitely great but having those girls there and setting goals for next year as well it's just it's amazing feeling Yes, yes, a bright future ahead for both the boys and girls cross-country team at the junior high. So I want to kind of switch gears here and just switch to the program overall. My opinion, solely my opinion, but I think it's one of the best athletic programs in the whole district. I've lived it with my two kids, and so I want you just to kind of touch on your program a little bit. I mean, it, it's it's different than than any other junior high program that we have, one being that when you come into the junior high as a sixth grader, the only fall sport you can do really is cross country. And then, you know, to couple that, you know, you try to keep them in cross country, seventh and eighth grade year, then other sports come involved. So sometimes those sixth graders don't move on in cross country, but they move on in other sports. So if you can just kind of touch on your program and, you know, kind of, you know, what's your mission, you know, your objective, the culture you want to create and things like that. Yeah, well, I just have to give a quick shout out. I think I mentioned earlier, mentioned him earlier, but Tom Appenzeller, along with Marsha Carlier, um, they really, you know, we can go back. I mean, Coach King was a part of, of the grassroots of, you know, as well as Moose, um, Coach Hanlon. You know, they all really brought cross country to Muhammad. And Tom and I are the only head coaches in the, the history of the program. And I learned from the best. Um, Tom was a little calmer than I was <laughs> when he was coaching. I'm more of a high energy, you know, you know, get going, yelling and cheering so loudly. And, and he was very calm and he watched and he learned and he just taught me how to catch my breath before, um, you know, before really, you know, getting, getting too, I guess, involved in things and, and getting, letting the emotions kind of take over. So he, re, he 
he was just a really calming voice for me. So I watched and learned and then it was my turn and he and I were building the program together. And like I said, Marsha and Tom made it strong and set the, set the core values and Tom and I continued it. And, um, yeah, just having him as a role model, I would say is, is probably the biggest asset to this, to this program. And then, you know, then we get the families and it just takes people who value, um, the sport of cross country. It's, it's not something that's valued in every community. We go to these meets and there are a lot of schools that only have a couple runners and they're big towns and um, they don't have the following and the support that we do. So, you know, the next part of that is giving a shout out to our community. I, we're a junior high cross country program. They usually don't get podcasts. <laughs> they don't get many interviews. When I tell people I have to write press releases um, after the meet, like my co coaches I become friends with around the area kind of look at me like a press release. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. First thing I walk in, I open my computer and type up my notes and my thoughts and share it with those who want to read about them. And, um, you know, of course, Fred Croner follows us and, and keeps, keeps the community abreast of what we're doing. And because of all of that noise that, that we make in the community, people are aware and I, the culture is very much good families and, and good people and, and uh, just believing in us. It's, there's really no magic magic secret except surrounding yourself with the right people and uh, the right things will happen. And, and that's what we're doing here. And, you know, we, I was um, talking with Ryan today and my husband who is one of the most amazing supportive husband ever. Um, I think he's excited for me to be able to help out after school from now on, but uh, yeah. And to help, uh, help around the house a little more, but you know, he and I were talking and, and we talk a little bit about education and, and, you know, we talk about curriculum and, and various things because that's what we do. And, you know, I just said it, extracurriculars can provide so much real life curriculum. Um, you know, our kids are learning perseverance. They're learning strength. Um, they are learning how to conquer, you know, those what they think are obstacles. And you just put that in front of kids and, and that alone motivates them, whether they're our first runner or our 50th runner you just get to see smiles and you get to see teamwork and you get to see socializing and um, just to stand back as a coach. I just, I have to thank the community for that. Uh, it's just, it's, it's the most amazing, the amazing uh, part of being in this community. I tell people all the time, I have the best job. If you want to call it a job in the district um, teaching, of course, love it too, but junior high cross country is, is been so rewarding. So thank you for recognizing it. I, I'm surrounded by some wonderful coaches in this district that also guide and um, along with our high school coaches, uh, Jay McGirdolution and Neil Garrison. Um, our kids want to run for them. So it's up to us to set them up to get those runners. And uh, I anticipate a lot of these kids running for them in the future. And we'll continue to support that as well. Yes. One of the, one of the cool things I like about the junior high program that, that you've got is everybody from, from top to bottom, from the varsity runners all the way down to the bottom, and all the families involved, everybody, I mean, it's, it's, it's one big family come meet day. Everybody's cheering for each other. And what, what is really cool about the, the cross country program is, you know, seeing the runners that either running for the first time or they're probably never going to run again in their life, but to see them accomplish things that they thought that they couldn't really. And, you know, they go from their first meet, you know, to their last meet that they have that season and to see their improvement, I mean, as a coach, that's got to make you ecstatic. And those runners are probably what really keep you coming back every year to coach these kids. Because just seeing that improvement and, and seeing them accomplish things beyond their wildest dreams is is amazing. I mean, you see it every race at a cross-country meet. Yeah, it's it's really cool to be a coach and watching from a distance. I like to stand back and 
I always tell kids one of my favorite thing is to things is to meet the grandparents. I love meeting grandmas and grandpas because <laughs> this is their sport. You know, they can find themselves a nice little spot to to cheer on their grandkids, and um, it's one of my. They just they get it. Um, you know, it's it, it is really cool, and you know, obviously we haven't won state championship before, and and the coaches still these positions don't come up often, and there's a reason for that because we we're there for the right reasons. Um, to develop all kids and to give all kids an opportunity um, to have their own platform. And there are a lot of individual goals, um, but, you know, they know they're part of a team and uh, we hope they all feel that. And if, you know, if, if we have a kid that's down about something, it, it it's usually a teammate that catches up with them before a coach. It's not uncommon for me to be looking for a, one of our athletes that didn't have the best race or think they had the best race and as soon as I get to them, uh, already another teammate's found them to talk to them. That's the advantage of a large team. They can coach and support each other. So coaches can stand back. And I always like to say they make us look good. Um, it it really is. It's The families are fostering some wonderful characteristics in their children um, to uh, to make that happen. So we're thankful for that, too. Yes, definitely. A lot of blessings, for sure. So is this your 10th or 11th season? <laughs> as I don't know. You've lost count, too. <laughs> How huh? bad is that? <laughs> It's like my 19th, maybe uh, coaching, um, head coach. Gosh, I have to look at my, (laughs) I, it's been so exciting. I've lost count, but I think you're close. So we'll just go with that. Yeah. We'll say, Um, uh, 10 years at the helm and now you are a state champion cross country coach. How does that sound? That sounds good to me. (laughs) It does. But once again, the the coaches I surround myself with in this community at all levels are, are definitely part of that equation. So I, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll I'll realize it someday, but until then, we're setting goals for next season already and uh, planning our fun runs for the summer. And you know, it, it's great to have a, a banner year, but it's time to time to start focusing on all of the the future runners we will get to be with. I I like to talk about how this program is made up of a lot of runners past, and a lot of them were at the meet. A lot of our our veteran runners came out to support or our our. Uh, our, you know, previous runners from the program came out to support us. And then we had our current runners, of course, and there were a lot of little future Bulldogs running around. Coaches take time to shake their hands, all those siblings of the current runners we have. I think that's the key is that the families stick with us. And, uh, and we're, like I said, I could say this a million times, we're, we're thankful for that. And giving a quick shout out to the administrators, um, you know, <laughs> Mr. Mills and Mr. Fisher um, are at, all of our, our home meets, running the running the finish line, working hard. Um, they're supporting us. They're always keeping, you know, the social media stuff up to date. And then, of course, we have Dr. Hall at our meets running the, the finish line camera. And um, it's just it's it's pretty cool to see that that we have so much support in our district at all levels. And I, the community notices that. And uh, I think that's what also brings the community out. And uh, And it's been great. Yeah, great. Yeah, I know you well enough that you don't like to have the spotlight on you, but you have done a great job with the cross-country program at the junior high. And a big congratulations to you. you. Uh, Kudos to you for building this type of culture in an athletic program that has sustained the test of time. And as finally, like you said, an exclamation point, uh, hopefully you're, hopefully not your last, hopefully (laughs) we'll have more parades and, and things like that. But but yeah, congratulations on a on a fantastic season for both the boys and the girls, and to put the cherry on top, the boys bringing home the state title. That's great. Well, thank you, and thanks for uh, giving us another platform to share in uh, in what we're doing. It's uh, people like you who give up their time to uh, 
to help promote promote all of the athletics. And uh, I don't care what what activity a, a student is in, because I mean they all eventually end up in my classroom at some point, just as long as they're involved in something in our district. We have a lot of wonderful things to offer, and I'm glad to be a part of that. Yes. Well, thank you for the kudos as well. And uh, we are talking with Coach Martin with the junior high cross country team. Again, congratulations on an excellent season. Appreciate it. Thank you. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast. We are on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and iHeartRadio. Also follow This Week in Bulldog Athletics on Twitter at MSBulldogsScore to stay up to date on Bulldog Athletics throughout the week. And if you can't make it out to the game, always check Bulldog TV on YouTube. Subscribe to Bulldog TV so you don't miss any of the home Bulldog action. And boys' soccer. A lot of action on the boys' soccer side this week. Starting on Monday, there was no action because of weather. That game against Normal Community was canceled. On Tuesday, the Varsity Bulldogs faced Effingham. And that was senior night for our Bulldog soccer players. Again, thank you, seniors, for all your time and commitment over the years. The Bulldogs win big, 12-0 over the Flaming Hearts. Heinold with two goals. Alt, Ashby, Campion, Eisenminger, Grace, Hendricks, Payne, Ramirez, Schmidt, Rob. They got goals. You get a goal. You get a goal. Everybody gets a goal in a big win against Effingham. And then on the 13th, Wednesday, the JV boys soccer team were supposed to play Centennial, but it got canceled due to weather. On Thursday, the 14th, Varsity played Taylorville, and they put up another whopping score of 10 to nothing over the Tornadoes. And then over the weekend on Friday and Saturday, the JV soccer team was in the Peoria Notre Dame invite. The JV boys soccer team went 2-1 and one in that tournament, finishing in second place. The JV record is 9-3-1. Good job by our JV soccer team. And girls tennis on Tuesday. The tennis team played Champaign Central, where they lost 0-9. And then it was sectional action for the girls tennis team. Amat Leone made it to round three in singles where she ended up losing to the eventual singles champion from St. Thomas More, Maddie Swisher. Hill made it to the second round in singles actions before she fell to St. Joseph Ogden's Abby Dow. The Bulldogs, as a team, finished fifth out of 11 teams at sectionals. In girls swimming, on Wednesday, October 13th, the girls swim team was at Urbana in a four-team meet with Uni High, Urbana and St. Thomas Moore. The 200-yard medley, consisting of Legacy, McMurray, Raver, and Olsey, finished first with a time of 2 minutes and 8.07 seconds. In the 500 free, McMurray it finished in first place with a time of 26.61 seconds. Raver finished in second with a time of 28.67 seconds. In the 100 butterfly, Olsey, with another first place finish with a time of 1 minute and 7.08 seconds. And the 200 individual medley, Olsey with another first place finish with a time of 2 minutes and 31.92 seconds. Logsdon finished in second with a time of 2 minutes and 46.26 seconds. And the 100 free, Raver with a second place finish 
with a time of 1 minute and 5.43 seconds. Easter finishing third with a time of 1 minute and 10.15 seconds. In the 100 back, McMurray finished in second place with a time of 107.68. In the 500 free, McCoy in second place with a time of 6 minutes and 53.58 seconds. In the 200 free relay, which consisted of McMurray, Raver, Logsdon, and Olsey, finished in second place with a time of 1 minute and 51.08 seconds. And the 400 free relay, which consisted of Logsdon, McCoy, Easter, and Legacy, they also finished in second place with a time of 4 minutes and 46.44 seconds. In the 200 free Easter with a third place finish, with a time of 2 minutes and 45.71 seconds. In the 100 breast, Legacy finishing in third place with a time of 1 minute and 27.47 seconds. In girls cross country, the Apollo meet was held on October 12, 2021. The girls team finished in second place with 39 points almost beating out the winner, Mount Zion, who had a score of 38 points. For your Bulldogs, Ava Boyd finished in third place with a time of 1913.0. Chloe Bundren finished fifth, 1939.7. Callie Jansen finished sixth, running in 19 minutes, 41.5 seconds. Rounding out the top 10 was Elizabeth Sims, who ran in 19 minutes, 58 seconds. The other Bulldog runners included Klein Powell, who ran in 20 minutes and 41.9 seconds, finishing 15th. Grace Leitz, 20 minutes and 52.1 seconds, finishing in 16th. Emily Bednar with a 2103.1, finishing 18th. And boys cross country also at the Apollo meet. The boys cross country team finished in first place. Sheely also won the race, finishing in 15.46.2 seconds. And Nostinger finished in fourth place with a time of 16 minutes. Singer with a fifth place finish and a time of 16.20.5. Wallace finished seventh with a time of 16 minutes and 29.5 seconds. Fan in 12th, 17.02.6. Grotolution in 13th, 17.02.9. And... Tinder in 17th place with a 17 minutes and 19.9 second race. In junior high girls basketball on Tuesday, October the 12th, the 7th and 8th grade girls basketball teams traveled to Urbana. The 7th grade came out with a win of 23 to 15. Fonte and Hess each with six points apiece. On the 8th grade side, the Bulldogs won 37 to 10 over Urbana. Lewis with nine points, and Dallas and Yako each with eight points. On Wednesday, October 13th, the 7th and 8th grade girls basketball teams traveled to Edison. 7th grade lost a tight battle, 21-22, and their record on the season is now 10-1. On the 8th grade side, the 8th grade girls beat Champaign-Edison 38-10, and that moves them to 10-1 on the season. Thank you for tuning in to This Week in Bulldog Athletics. Reminder, hit the subscribe button to follow this podcast so you don't miss an episode. Big things are coming for the show and I can't wait to share. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and until next time, go Bulldogs.